You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. On the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Gun After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Gun After Show. Welcome back. (laughs) Under the Gun fans, we're doing another recap of Under the Gun. This is Season 1, Episode 5, titled Hit the Stage. Hit the Stage. We have uh, exciting guests on the show. But to begin with last week's episode, I wanted to quickly recap last week and to mention that Michelle was the winner, who's from Mondo's team. So congratulations, Michelle. Mm-hmm. We Michelle. really loved your outfit, and uh, it was it was great. But I was sad to see Brady eliminated. Womp womp, Brady. And I think it was tough for Anya to have to choose two of her designers, uh, well, to have to choose from two of her designers and eliminate one of them. Right. As a designer and as a mentor for them, um, having to eliminate someone from your team is challenging, especially yeah. when you've been guiding them and, uh, you know, there as a mentor throughout the whole show and now you have to eliminate one. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, as a mentor, you're mentoring, but at the end of the day, they have the creative, you know, latitude and freedom to do what they want to do and, you know, have their own. It's just kind of like a guide or kind of like an assist. So, you know, they have to fend for themselves out there on the cutting board, so to speak, and do their thing. And, you know, it it, kind of is what it is. You want the strongest people from your team to survive at the end of the day. They kind of have like this voice thing going on with the different so, teams but you know at the end of the day you want the strongest people from your team to survive and it just kind of went I was a little Brady's way. traumatized by Brady's elimination so that's why we went straight into that but I'm your host <laughs> Emma Kay and joining me is your friendly neighborhood spider Thad <laughs> who's also a great designer himself Ooh, thank you. <laughs> wearing one of his hats oh wow check it out so uh, I want to go through the designers and the mentors real quickly just to recap who's still on the show. Yeah. From Mondo's team, we have Asha, Sam, and Michelle. Mm-hmm. And from Nick's team, we have Isabel, Natalia, Oscar, and Stephanie. Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> and from Anya's team, we have Blake, Nicholas, and Shan. Okay. It's really interesting to see uh, Nick have, Nicholas have all of the four designers still in the competition because he was the one that had the most difficulty getting designers to actually want to be on his team. Right. So having four designers still standing, that must mean something. But I guess we'll see uh, until the end of the episode. So He's tough. He is, and he's, you know, I, I call him the veteran, this is more seasoned, because he's been on uh, Project Runway, I think he was on season 
five, four or five, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And one of our co-hosts, Amanda Fields, was actually his model. Wow. On uh, Project Runway, so Go she Amanda. knows. It. <laughs> Two thumbs up for Amanda. That's cool. She's our in-house model. All right. Where are you, Amanda? <laughs> so I'm. Um, and for, you know, the rest of my co-hosts, I'm sorry, guys. They're out for this week. They'll be back for next week. We miss them. Uh, definitely need to have the team back. But I'm sure you guys will enjoy Thaddeus as my co-host for today as well. Everybody loves Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so for this week's challenge, uh, the challenge is to design for Zendaya, mm-hmm. who's a 17-year-old Disney star, um, and we also know her from Shake It Up. Right. Turn pop singer, pop sensation. Dancer, singer. Right. She's like everything. You know, uh, the Disney stars are really growing and um, taking over the entertainment market. Right. You know, they grabbing the kids and just bringing them with them as they get older so this is going to be an interesting challenge because it's not like you're designing for uh, you know lady gaga or beyonce it it, she is a disney icon um you know she's only 17 right but at the same time she needs to appeal to uh the audience to uh she has i think a wide range uh you know age group of fans and viewers because you have you know kids going to her show but then you also have the parents that take their kids to watch the show so she needs to appeal to everyone across the board right so uh tim gunn presents uh the challenge and the look needs to be tomboyish it uh needs to be comfortable but also uh something that zendaya can dance in and perform and it needs to be uh sexy but also appeal to you know, people, uh, the fans sitting in the nosebleed crowd uh, and, you know, f- close up and also, you know, people sitting all the way in the back. So it needs to be eye catching. Right. And the winner gets to take home $5,000. Aside from having Zendaya wear the outfit, the winning outfit in uh, her performances that's, on the stage. That's actually a really cool challenge for somebody to win um, simply because having your design like say you don't win the entire show or whatever having your design out there on tour on a disney star turned pop star is major that easily can turn into some kind of stylist um being a stylist for for other pop stars or people in the industry regardless just the exposure alone plus you get to pocket 5k which is cool so that's kind of like a win-win just right there I have to agree, and I I like the the, you know, it's like Under the Gun is still uh, a part of Project Runway, but we have Tim Gunn as the, the host versus, uh, you know, um, you know, Project Runway, right? And they're taking a different twist because I feel like the the clothes are more appealing to, uh, to like an everyday market mm-hmm. versus Project Runway was more. Project Runway, you're on the runway, so they wanted to see avant-garde and high-end high high fashion. fashion. Yeah. So Couture. Couture, and you have more people watching, um, you know, from the viewers and statistics that I've seen under the gun because people actually want to see what's going to be on next, uh, you know, the next episode because it's something that they want to wear. It's right. something, you know, that will intrigue people to design it on their own or make it, you know, uh, at home and wear it themselves. Or find it somewhere, find something similar to it. That's like, It's kind of like bridging the gap, which is 
really cool based on the designs and how they're gearing and directing the designers to to design things. It's more like um, a transition between everyday but still cool and chic and edgy, mm-hmm. but not quite high fashion either because obviously what you see on high fashion runway is not going to be seen at the mall, somebody going to see a movie or something like that. It's not – there's nothing – then no one can dress down wearing any of those outfits. Exactly. <laughs> so the designers uh, have time to sketch their designs, and they head to Mood and have 30 minutes to buy their fabric to start uh, designing their outfits. Right. And, you know, it's day one, and, of course, we see Isabel, who is lounging, drinking coffee, on the couch, ah, uh, you know, resting, but she needs time management. Uh, but she has she's struggling on on how to start her design. Right. So she gets some advice from Asha on you know on the design, and Asha just tells her you need to get started. Whatever it is, you need to start something. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, Isabel, really, you got pulled out of uh, the sewing room already by Tim Gunn. He, you know, you could get eliminated for uh, still working past the, you know, the time that it's called, which happened like two episodes ago. Tim Gunn had to pull the the model out of the sewing room and put her on the runway because her look wasn't finished. And right. it's close to the end of the day and you still haven't started your design. Yeah. So I, I was just very shocked to see her, especially someone who does not know how to time manage just sitting on the couch waiting for her ideas to come to her she's she isabel came off to me like a very she comes off like a very creative and eccentric person who just allows her creative juices to actually dictate her movement Mm -hmm. and how she operates um everybody else is a little more cognizant that they are in a competition i think she's more cognizant or more aware of and concerned with the look being perfect Mm -hmm. perfect a perfect like manifestation of her vision whereas everybody else seems like they had a little bit more um sense of the situation that they're in so they're able to like try to get a balance i mean as you can see Realistically, a designer is not going to take 30 minutes to try to figure out, you know, to get pull whatever, you know, it's a competition. Mm-hmm. So they, they set these challenges up and, you know, it, just to have Isabel's back a little bit. And, and she wasn't the only person that was struggling. She wasn't the only one. Um, there was a couple of other, other designers who had some issues mm-hmm. with their, their designs. Um, and just bringing them to life. It, it, you know, they're actually working under, I believe, the polar opposite conditions of what a designer would work under. Stylist, maybe, last minute, you got to do this, do that. But designer, I think, well, designer has some time last, to... Last minute client who says, you know, I'm going on tour, I need this outfit, I need it like this, I need it tomorrow, or you have... You but know, they'll probably do a pool. They're not going to... 
they're not going to create something from scratch. I don't think all the some some do some do some do. There are some that do, but but I think it's like if you're going to make it as a designer, you have to foresee like every situation that you might be in, right? And not all situations are to to your favor. Sometimes you know it is last minute, and you need to change something. Your right. client doesn't like the the way it looks. It just and you have to start from scratch. So if you can't manage under pressure and well, make yeah. the pressure, an outfit. The, right. The pressure part, it, it, it definitely takes a factor in the industry. There's definitely a fact. There is a there is a pressure, and especially time management. Um, probably not as strenuous. strenuous under different circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, that caveat for people to understand in this industry and I'm not a super professional like that I'm I'm just a, a novice that's that's genius Spider-Man is he can do that <laughs> but you know it's huh, you know you they, you just have to kind of you know just forget all the excuses at the end of the day you know they have this they're all working under the same conditions so you just got to take that lemonade and drive off in a damn Ferrari you know, forget the lemonade. You got to make the most of it. And a couple of people actually did that in this challenge. They actually took the lemons and they actually drove off in a Ferrari. A couple of people made lemonade. A couple of people. But what the ended judges are <laughs> looking for is, um, you know, your design may not be perfect. It might not be the one, the winning look. Right. But they look at the details. They look at, uh, you know, the sewing. The you know, the cut, all of that, if you have that perfected, then it is more likely for you to move on to the next round versus right. just not even giving it 80%, right. which, you know, we'll go into that a little bit later. But if you guys disagree with us, you're more than welcome to go on to YouTube, uh, you know, iTunes, Twitter, leave a comment, send us, you know, your ideas, what you think. If we're you know, wrong or if we're a little harsh on Isabel, we could go ahead and discuss that. <laughs> so the designers um, and the mentors go into the the designers uh, the room to see what they're working on and to give them a little bit of advice and mm-hmm. critique to help them move uh, along their designs. So we see Natalia, her first, you know, her initial design. She's designing a football player outfit. And her idea is to have a black and white with a Z in the back, uh, the letter Z, which stands for Zendaya. Right. And we have Oscar, who designed a red see-through glitter Spanish salsa dancing outfit. Right. (laughs) Uh, Stephanie is going with the black leather top. We didn't see the rest of the... uh, the outfit because it wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. Isabel has a jumpsuit and we know it's going to be white and silver. Um, Anna Asha is uh, designing a menswear shirt with uh, what I thought was shorts in the beginning. Turned out to be a skirt. But turns out to be a skirt and she's going for the urban sexy look. Right. The, uh, the lumberjack schoolboy um, plaid shirt tied around the waist. Yes. Yeah. So we also have Blake, who's doing, uh, well, first he wanted to do a drop uh, crotch pants with a white top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas wants to do a shirt with the exaggerated collar. 
Sean Shan is doing a leather zip jacket with an open back. And at this point, I think everyone looks like a hot mess yeah. <laughs> with their ideas and where they want to go and what they want to do with it. Well, the only people that really seemed like they had a lock on knowing what they really want to do was Asha, Shan, Oscar. Oscar, 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 Shan, and Asha. Yes. They went in with conviction, knowing what they had. A, you can see they had a vision, and it was clear. And they went in doing exactly what that vision was and it came out you know it was really funny um they didn't really do too much on shan and asha while they were creating besides asha trying to encourage isabel to to go ahead and finish hers mm-hmm. and and shan just kind of doing his thing and you see the jacket you don't see the finished product but you see him working on the jacket and then you see oscar with this red you don't know what this thing is with the sequence in like the sheer fabric lace. And, you know, he was getting clowned by other people. They were saying, like, <laughs> Wait, what is this? Something on ice or whatever. Like, he was like, it was like a ice skater outfit. I princess was, on ice. <laughs> princess on ice? Was that, was that what it was they, they <laughs> joked about? I was actually thoroughly impressed with how that ended up compared to what it was looking like when he started. So I got to give Oscar props just based on where it ended up. Not not saying it was the greatest looking outfit, but it it actually looked well, better. The finished product, even if it might not have been the genre best for Zendaya, the actual finished product could have probably gone on another artist. Exactly, <laughs> which is why I said, you know, it's the the look may not be the one, right. but it's the execution. Yeah, execution and was really good. And he had the execution and the details down and yeah. in the time that the time he had have, to yeah. create an outfit and with what he said, $150. So imagine if you give him a thousand, what he'll yeah. do with it. Yeah. So it's, uh, I like, and I like that he said that because that actually makes a difference. It's like a filmmaker, so to speak. Like, you know, your creativity comes out. Like you can make a half a million dollar movie or you can make a five million dollar movie where you can do a little bit more with the five million, obviously. But if you can actually impress with a smaller budget, then it's like, well, imagine what this person can do with a little bit more. And the worst thing to do is either to blame your mentor, to blame your model, right, or to blame, you know, time or anything else that uh, that has affected your design, right. And that's something that irritates the judges because excuses are they're not so sympathetic to excuses because of I mean, the industry that they work in, and they have to. This industry is is not cater towards excuses is results is so, results if there, there's either results or go home and you know everybody is under the same criteria everybody was given the same amount of time to pick their fabric everybody was given mm-hmm. the same amount of time to make their outfit so it was like well we didn't tell you to you know everybody has the same 24 hours in a day it just you know it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that time so if you have people like Oscar who set the, you know, uh, the bar over here, you right. know, high, the rest of the people now have to work extra hard to get up to his level. And not saying that his design was amazing, but he executed the design very well. Well, like I said with Oscar, I think his design was amazing. It just didn't fit Zendaya. I think it could have been a great stage outfit for another artist. You know, anywhere. Just it looked. Mm-hmm. It was like it was very clean. 
the finish on it was really good. The detail on it was was great. I think it could definitely be a professional outfit for somebody. <laughs> After the designers are done with uh, with their looks, they get to choose um, accessories from Francesca's uh, boutique, which is you know they have a couple of small boutiques all over. Uh, the malls all around uh, the United States. Mm -hmm. And they get to have Benefits Cosmetic do the makeup for, for their models. I really like some of the uh, the advice the designers were giving to the makeup artists and how to do the makeup. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them came out really good, which we see on the runway. But again, some of them, some of the uh the designers were completely lost in how they wanted their look to be. Right. And some people were still in the sewing room, so they didn't even get to choose right. <laughs> what their models got to wear. Right. So we have the judges back with us. It's uh, Jen Rach. She's a celebrity stylist. Of course, we know Zana Roberts-Rossi um, and the special guest Zendaya. Once again, the winner will uh, take home $5,000. Uh, and they also have to get to have their design uh, be worn by Zendaya on tour in performance. Mm -hmm. So let's go through the, the looks now that we get to see the finished product right. and uh, give our opinion about the looks and what we think about them. First up, we have Michelle. Michelle's model is wearing a leather jacket with leggings. Um, first, I thought it was leggings. It's silver gray leather jacket. And then we find out after she takes a jacket off that it's a one-piece cat suit. Right. So the see-through on the, the, leggings, the leggings and I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. I, I, was, I like the leather jacket. I like the gray and the silver. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, like the whole outfit together. I don't like without, how it looked without the jacket. I like the outfit with the jacket. And I like the outfit for her dressing down like mm -hmm. she's going hanging out with her girlfriends going shopping going to the mall going to a movie not for stage and performing it wasn't a standout this is a star um outfit to perform in for me i think a lot of the designers took that uh the challenge you know in the wrong in the wrong sense because they designed for her as an everyday look which she would wear versus right. what people want to see on stage and exactly. it needs to stand out so the same thing goes you know for makeup when you're performing on stage you need to have uh you know a lot of makeup on and they say put red lipstick on because people all the way you know in the back of the the aisle still need to see uh see your face and your features right so that's what the designers need to take away as well that Something you put on her needs to be extravagant, right. but not too over the top because she is still a Disney star. Right. Um, I, I, I don't really have an opinion about that look. I think it was okay. It wasn't amazing. Uh, but then we move on to Asha. Her model is wearing a design. It's a leather crop top with a skirt. And around the skirt is a plaid shirt, which is wrapped around, and we figure out that it's actually attached to the skirt. It's actually sewn in. It's actually the skirt. The shirt yeah. and the skirt are the, – the shirt is part of the skirt. It's not something separate. Exactly. On. Yeah. Um, I love the gold – the high-waist skirt mm -hmm. with the gold buns on it, but I also love the details on the crop top. 
Did yeah. you see the gold lining yeah. around the, the top? Yeah, it was very detailed. Um, you know, I said it from the beginning when I saw her designing it in the showroom. I said she's going to... That's that's the winning look, yeah, and I that. really love the outfit because it still went with the whole Disney image, mm-hmm. but it stood out. Right, and that style is in right now the the plaid shirt or the shirts wrapped around the waist, the whole old school eighties, late eighties, nineties look. That's that's in right now, and she played on that. She she Asha knows what's up. She knows <laughs> she knows what's in, and she. Made I it had happen. my I doubts about her when she first came on the show, but I'm still I'm. Starting to warm up to her. Okay. Uh, the next designer is uh, Sam. He designed a white jacket, white jacket which is a crop with a print top underneath, a skirt, and you know with silver details. I was kind of confused. I remember that one. It was a black skirt, the short skirt, and he had oh, the, yeah, white yeah, yeah. the white jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With I the remember that black and white print top underneath. Right. I didn't really get if the the shirt was connected to the jacket no, it or was it a, was separate. The You mean the black skirt? It was a black skirt. It was a black skirt yeah, with a uh, black and white top, yeah. print top underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the skirt was too short for performance. It was Definitely. not something she could perform in. It's something she could act in. It's something she could wear in a movie like high school, like Mean Girls type of thing. It was that kind of outfit. It wasn't. It wasn't a on stage hip hop dance da- dancing. It wasn't that type of outfit. No, it wasn't. Um, so I thought it was just okay everyday wear, but it wasn't something that she could perform in, which right. is something that the designers forgot. Is right. that this needs to be an outfit she could perform in? Right. And if anyone knows hip hop, you know how much movement goes inside. It's not just uh, you know two step moving. They're moving around. They're you know popping and doing all this moves that they need to be comfortable in. Right. So if she's on stage with a mini skirt, I don't think that's something her parents would approve of and something the audience would definitely not want their kids to see. It was like teeny skirt. It wasn't mini. It was like teeny. And it, it, it wasn't was even tight. It was. It had a it was, flare to yeah, it. Yeah, it did have so. a flare. So if you do any kind of movement, bouncing around, any kind of jumping, it's going to, it would fly up. Yeah. Yeah. The next designer is Natalia. Uh, Natalia had a really good concept. I just wish she took it a little bit. She pushed the envelope a little bit more. Mm-hmm. She had the sports uh, suit. It was a black and white with the letter Z on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top was see-through. And the way she designed the the outfit, you know, with... I'm going to call those granny heels. Um it just looked too casual. Granny heels were the sand. Were they sandals? Sandals. Yeah, they were but sandals. But they had the. It was yeah. just short heels. Yeah. And it was just too casual. It was just like uh, Jen. Is it Jen, the stylist, the celebrity stylist? Yes. She said it was. It was. It didn't scream star. It was more like something a back background dancer would wear, like for J Lo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was right. Um, just like Zendaya said, it's something she could definitely see herself like lounging in and wearing like on an everyday basis, but. Back to what Jen said, it's not something that a star would wear or perform in. It, it didn't, like, pop. It was like a loungy type of um, jersey type of thing. Like, just very comfortable. It was, like, very comfortable wear. I mean, it was it was cool. It's Actually, that kind of top is something that 
Zendaya could probably sell a lot of if she mm-hmm. had like a deal like it, it you know, Kmart or Target or Walmart or something like that where she was selling a line. A lot of girls would probably buy something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to perform in. Not like this is Zendaya the star I'm performing right now. And I saw a lot of black and white in the designs and yeah. black and white even though you know it's it's really good it's uh that's always the color you fall on is black or you know white i don't think it's the best choice uh f- for stage and for performance you need something that the audience can uh their eyes will be attracted to which is color right so having a black and white on stage it just looks too plain right it looks boring right um the next <laughs> designer we have is Oscar. I'm laughing about his design because... Well, he brought you some looked, color. It looked, There's your color right there. It looks great. And, you know, from all of the models, I think his model is the only one that is having fun yeah. in her outfit. Yes. You know, she's dancing in the showroom. Yeah. She enjoyed she's, it. She's really enjoying right. it. The rest of the models, some of them look like they hated their outfit. And yeah. as a model wearing... Uh, design you hate it really comes out right. when you're walking the, down the runway yeah but she owned that she you know if I you mean, didn't the even sequence, like the red sequence i mean that like i said that outfit is something that somebody professionally would wear performing it just wasn't for zendaya but somebody in some genre, could be wearing that outfit on stage. And I think we've even seen it on stage. Like Zendaya says, that's something like Beyonce would wear. But my parents wouldn't be okay with me wearing that, and I wouldn't be comfortable dancing in it because it's not uh, not a hip-hop look. It's not age-appropriate either. It was kind of, you know, um, a little too mature for she's she's 17 but you know even though she 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 doesn't even really look 17 she looks a little older she does she looks not older like badly height. but but maybe it is she has a, a more mature look but it still doesn't it still didn't fit for it wasn't age appropriate no it's it uh that. you know it like still looked good though oscar room. i liked it but it just doesn't look good for for zendaya yeah it's something that i think would be perfect on uh dancing with the stars right it's an outfit for a celebrity exactly. wearing that exactly uh but I do have to give it up to him for the knee-high stockings, which looked like they were yes, knee-high boots. They did. I don't know how he pulled that off. I don't that know. Was kinda, that was kind of swagged out right there, Oscar. I got to give you some love on that. Like, so tight. I, I'm, I'm really I'm, – I'm impressed with him. I, I want to see where, where this goes. Right. Uh, and as the budget increases for the designers, once we're down to imagine I have less. one thousand something. <laughs> imagine I have one thousand something. Uh, he's definitely creative. Yeah, but can he appeal to the market? That's the big question. We'll have to see. Mm, we'll see. Up we'll next shall. is Stephanie. Uh, what was that outfit? Be- again? Before before we even go to her her outfit, I have to say I hate it. What outfit was this? It's the blue leather uh, two piece, the the leather uh, jacket with the the pants. It was oh blue the wax with denim, the, the wax, wax denim, denim, the futuristic yes. with the pointy the pointy shoulders. shoulders. Now I wouldn't have had a problem with this outfit. This outfit was fine for me except for the bottoms. That I, she went too far, like trying to match, like like uh, Jen said. The wax denim is really hard. It's a real hard fabric to shape and form to a woman's um, shape or body. You know, she should have the, the jacket based on the design of the jacket. It didn't have to be form fitting based mm-hmm. on how she cut the jacket and the shape but and the design of the jacket. Just to 
She should have went with standard jeans. Just to give her credit, she Mm -hmm. was trying to please her mentors who kept on telling her that it needs to be perfect, it needs to be tight, it needs to be slim. So she was having a hard time getting it to uh, to fit the model perfectly but because that kinda, of the material. But see, that's the thing with Jen. Jen was saying that's a difficult fabric to work with. So no matter whose body it was, it would have probably been hard, almost impossible to make it form fit right. I think she would have been better with like some plain stretch denim and it would have made the jacket pop more and just have the jacket and then have the stretch denim like having, and then did it like uh, that. That's what I think. You know, the drop <laughs> crotch, uh, the white baggy looking pants mm-hmm, type harem. of look would have been perfect for for her versus having uh fitted f- having fitted pants and what the designers forgot is this is one challenge they should have had fun with because yeah. it's a disney star you don't have to go avant-garde with this look you don't have to do a high-end fashion look it's right. not a red carpet look this was an easy challenge that they could have simply had fun with and just create something that is uh, unique, it stands out, but is uh, fashion-forward but comfortable for dancing as well. Right. They were thinking too too hard about the the challenge and the look the as look. opposed to the functionality as well. There has to be some functionality to it. You got to think she's going to be dancing in this. This is not something that she's just going to go, like, do an editorial for, mm-hmm. like, it, she has to move in this thing, and it still has to look good. And I, that obviously got lost a little bit. And a lot of people were sticking with and choosing leather, which I know it's in right now, but leather is not really comfortable to dance in. No. Unless it's stretch it's leather, it, it's not comfortable to dance <laughs> in. So that's another point that the designers forgot to take every single thing that Tim Gunn said into uh, you know consideration yeah. mm-hmm. creating their outfit. Finally, we have Isabel. <laughs> I'm going to let you take this one. I don't want to be too harsh on her. Well, but I don't me... have to be harsh on Isabel because the design told its own story. So just to be fair, Isabel. Isabel. <laughs> wow. Um, she sold her finger while she injured herself. She started rushing. She took some time to like put her vision together. She got fabric that she wasn't sure what side of the fabric. After she got the fabric, she was thinking, oh, maybe I want to use the other side of the fabric. Then she sewed a piece of two fabrics together, and she sewed it together inverse. So it was like the opposite side so she didn't want to take it apart because she was like it'll fall apart based on the you know the structure or the composition of the fabric. I just you know I I really I kind of felt bad for her, but not really. I really feel like if you said go design me something and bring me something in a week, she wouldn't wait till the last minute to do it. Like she would have time and she would take her time and whatever. I just don't feel like these are the optimal circumstances for her in particular, like for her design style. Now, going to her actual, what she ended up with, I mean, frustrating. Frustrating for her, frustrating for her finger, frustrating (laughs) for Tim Gunn, frustrating for the model, frustrating for Nick. 
I'm sure frustrating for the sewing machine as well. Everybody <laughs> and everything in that area in that vicinity was stressed out, and I felt stressed out for her. I was like, "What are you doing? Why did you wait till the last minute? You have one of your co one of your competitors even trying to encourage you." Asha was like, "Isabel, go! Don't waste time. Go!" While she's designing her own, doing her mm. own thing, she's conscious enough to you know encourage her to to get moving because she knows how only how much time they have. Then she comes and says, oh, he said 15 minutes. I thought it was 15 minutes until the models were coming out, not 15 minutes until we actually had to be on the <laughs> runway. She had every, she excuse had more excuse than the, going to jail, going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I, I just, it's hard for me to empathize. I understand how hard it is, but it's hard for me to empathize because everybody had the same amount of time and the same, where everybody was under the same, same circ- the circumstances. And this isn't the first time. And this isn't the first time. And, the girl looked like she put on a, a rag. Like, the outfit looked like a rag. I would be I, pissed off as a model if I'm standing there half naked. I mean, as a model. Waiting for my outfit to be done. As a model, she's, you know, I understand as a model you want to wear something hot. But you're a model. You're already hot. Okay. An outfit is not going to make you hot. Let's just, you know, get that out the way. But it is frustrating to be in the midst of that confusion and that mess because it was like a mess. You know, and you don't want to walk down the runway and wear something whack and your face is on it. That mm-hmm. sucks, too. And she was wearing something that was really whack, even though I really, you know, like I said, every, you know, forgetting everything else. I said just the outcome of what she had to end up wearing. That sucks. OK, this show is not about the models. It's about the design. The design itself looked like just like Jen said, I'm saying, quoting Jen again. There was like a string you know, like you could pull and the whole outfit would have just unraveled. It looked like just a rag, like the girl put a rag on. But she said it was an iron. That's what the problem was. <laughs> that was her being overly defensive. And what was so funny is, what's the blonde girl's name? Who's the... Zana. The other? Zana. Zana even said, stop being so defensive. And before she said that, it was obvious because she started folding her arms. She started, her body language went into defense mode. And you could see, you know, you could see she was defending Mm-hmm. As opposed to just taking the notes and saying, you know, I have to take this one on the chin. You know, I, I didn't I didn't execute. It's okay. that simple. Well, she didn't execute. Not that, like I said, I give her two weeks and a little budget and I'm sure she would come back with something hot. But she on this challenge. Supervised. <laughs> supervised <laughs> so she doesn't like <laughs> cut herself or so. so I would not trust so, her with my outfit. So her body part down. But let's move on to Blake. Blake designed a two-piece outfit. It was shorts with a white crop top over a see-through long sleeve top with a black belt around the waist. The look he was going for was graphic, strong, and modern. What did you think about that? Now, this is what's funny about this outfit. I liked the top. Mm-hmm. The shorts, he could have gone another another direction with the bottoms i can see the vision that he had he just didn't execute it with the shorts and what's really funny is zana and jen didn't like it but zendaya liked it i i liked it but i just don't think that he executed his vision to the level that he wanted to execute it to but i could see where he was going with it i actually liked it when he came out and if the model had a little more booty i probably would like the shorts too yeah, I thought the shorts were, uh, the material wasn't perfect for the shorts. No. I think he should have done a two, uh, two-tone, a black and white, either have the see-through long-sleeve shirt 
underneath be white with the black top around it or have like black shorts something it was like too white right the belt was there but it wasn't making that much of a difference right even if the even if there are white tights Maybe if there are white tights and then he took the same belt look and did something like that around each leg below the knee mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, I don't know. You know, I, I can like I said, I can see what he was what he was going for. But at the same time, I think the lower half is what screwed up the upper half for the other two. Mm-hmm. But Zendaya liked it and I liked it. The next designer is Nicholas. Nicholas designed a black and red long shirt uh Top with leather collar and leather shorts. He had uh, white with red details around the shoulders mm-hmm. going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't know what that outfit was and how he thought that would appeal to Zendaya. I know he was talking about it being um, something young and something, you know, she would be comfortable wearing and performing in, but... I didn't see, I didn't see how that would appeal to her. No, I'm not for Zendaya. I liked it. I liked the outfit. Um, it was to me, it was more like movie premiere, red carpet type of outfit, mm-hmm. not performance on stage outfit. But it was still dope. I, the I was details kind of feeling were it. good. It was. Yeah, executed. I was feeling a collar. I was feeling a collar on it. And the um, back was open. Yeah, um, the back was open as well. I was feeling the outfit. I thought the outfit itself was was cool. Um, here we go again with losing sight of what the whole challenge was about. Uh, people making cool, cool outfits, mm-hmm. but not for what the challenge was actually for. Exactly. And, you know, the the people that understood the challenge were the designers that really knew who she was. Right. Uh Asha, you know, said her sister was in love with or is in love with Zendaya. So she watches, you know, the Disney Channel and her sister, you know, is in love with her. Right. And then Shan said her his daughter was in love with uh, Zendaya. So people that knew her mm-hmm. uh, and have seen her, you know, on TV or perform were kind of like hit the nail on the head right. versus people that I don't think some some people didn't even know who she was. Well, that's kind of like having a home court advantage if you think about it because if you're kind of familiar with somebody and familiar with their presence in the industry or, or familiar with their, you know, who they are or whatever, you, you have a sense of what to to bring, you know, bring to the table. It's like, you know, okay, there's this new artist named Rihanna. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard the name Rihanna, but I've never seen any of her videos. I've never really heard her mm-hmm. music. And, you know, you don't, you see like one 10 second clip <laughs> when they're presenting like, oh, this is Rihanna. And the people that are fans of hers is going to be a totally different thing. The people who are fans are going to be able to bring something to the table. So, you know, Asha and Shan and who was the other person? Um, that then you heard that they were familiar with her. There was like one other person that was one or two other people that were familiar with her, but especially Shan and Asha, they were mm-hmm. familiar, and that and that gave them a leg up. I mean, they had dope designs, but at the same time, that helped them. That that's like them having home court advantage right there. So last but not least is Shan. Shan designed a leather jacket uh, with blue pants. The jacket was had um was had an open back uh with fringes hanging down and the pants were blue bold print it was like a white tight, base with black and like blue, blue 
blue like blue and what a blue and black like pattern on i on really it. like the details on his leather jacket the jacket was the jacket was murder see it was i tight. said leather is something that you don't put on a performer because of you know the fit and it's uncomfortable but i see his jacket yeah uh on could, her you know on a per, in a performance yeah i could see it on i could see her wearing it and like coming out on stage wearing it doing a couple moves on the intro of like a song skit like and then you know unzipping it taking it off and then like having you know i don't know but it's a dope jacket the jacket is dope you can it's a it's a multifunctional jacket you can you can do a lot with that jacket it could be a red carpet jacket you can you know you can almost dress like high fashion that's like high high fashion leather jacket like that that jacket was really it really was actually too much for the bottoms like the bottoms that he had they were it was too it was too busy i i I wish he would have gone with some like plain black tights exactly some plain black tights that would have made the jacket pop more it was like almost an eyesore the competition between the bottoms and that jacket for for everybody probably (laughs) not just for me but you know that is one uh, one of Zendaya's favorite outfits. Um, the jacket was her. She the jacket it. was her favorite. Yeah. Yes, and she sees herself wearing it, even though you know the back is open, but yes. it's not too much. Right. Uh, so let's move on to uh, the judging and the elimination. Boom, boom, boom. The first three who are safe, uh, the designers are Michelle, mm-hmm. Sam, and Nicholas. And one question I do have to ask from the viewers and also from you, what did you think about Nick, uh, before we go into the elimination, what did you think about Nick throwing Isabel under the bus as a mentor? Because we had a lot of comments on that from the other mentors and how he, his style of mentoring. Mm-hmm. Do you think his uh, mentoring style had any impact on the end result of his designers? That's a tough one simply because you're as a mentor you're going to get that person's personality um to a certain degree. I mean, so the other ones I mean, who else was in that group? Who else was in um it's in uh, Nick's group? It's Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um What were the like the top ones from that group that were like Oscar? Okay, Oscar. So I think if you have your own vision and you're creative enough and your your own passion and, and and creative juice is strong enough, like someone can you know give you a couple tidbits, but that's only to help guide what your own vision actually is. And if you're just kind of like floating and you don't have a true direction as to where you want to go, I think somebody chiming in and having a personality that's as strong as Nick's can actually probably screw you up mm-hmm. because you know. Oscar definitely had a strong vision for what he wanted. And even though they didn't like it for Zendaya, it was strong enough. It was a finished product. The model was even happy wearing it. So you can't, you really use that as an excuse because he still did his thing. You know, Nick has the personality, whereas he's doing, you know, the best to make his team or help his team, you know, win. I don't think these guys went and got bachelor's and master's degrees in child or teaching psychology and how to work with people. They're just basically conveying the best knowledge that they know how to tell the people, tell their contestants or tell their team, like, look, this is what you need to do. 
And okay, you need help with this. You need to do that. You see the weaknesses and help them with that. Just like he was trying to help Isabel with her issues and it didn't help. But he was he was telling her, it's like, look, this is you need to be on time. You need to start your designs early, blah, 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 blah. I mean, Nick, he seems a little wordy. <laughs> um, but hey. That's his. That's his well, role. That's his role. You know, hey, at the he's end of that the day, guy. It's, it's still on the designer to execute and to bring your finished product to uh, to the judges. Right. To the judges. So Isabel wasn't really great at doing that this week. So I was surprised because they called elimination first before even going to the winners. They were just like they didn't even do like the bottom two or anything. It was just like you know, Isabel, you're eliminated. <laughs> Which was kind of sad, but I think I mean, everyone knew it it's was like expected. It was, right? It was so, it was so bad. Her outfit was so bad compared to everybody else, and and part of the reason why it was just she's butting heads with the judges. The outfit is totally unfinished. I mean, it's not like it was so it was so bad. It's it was an unfinished product. It wasn't even finished. It's like taking a test and only. You know, you get five and you only, you know, write down five answers. You might get all those five answers right. But there's 100 answers on the test and you didn't finish the rest of the test. That's kind of like what that situation was. Mm-hmm. I understand if her reason was it wasn't finished. But at the same time, you're well, still getting graded. We're down to the bottom two. Uh, the bottom two is uh, Shan and Asha. Shan and Asha. And out of those two, the winner is Asha. Asha. So we have Mondo's team who wins this week. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's exciting. Um, so for next week, we have three designers for each one of the, the mentors. So they're all equal. Uh, do we have any? You want to go to predictions? Your After for next Buzz week? TV predictions. Wow. Uh, my prediction is Isabel is going to send Nick hate mail. <laughs> 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 no. Um, I'm not sure. It's kind of up in the air. I, I, I feel like even though Oscar didn't win, he feels empowered by this last, uh, this last challenge. And we can expect to see um, something great out of him and maybe a challenge win in the next two weeks. Okay. I'm going to predict that it's going to be between um, Asha's group, um, I'm sorry, Anya's group, or Mondo. So the winner is going to be from one of those two. But I really see Sam and Asha Moving forward, mm-hmm. even though you know Sam didn't do so well for uh, for this episode, I think he really has the potential. And also Shan, those three are going to be my top three who are going to be moving forward, uh, and hopefully we'll see them. And the top three. Hmm. Interesting prediction. <laughs> Until okay. next time, guys. Thank you so much for watching us. Don't forget to log on to YouTube, iTunes, rate, comment. Give us five stars. Um, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus, And you can also find me on GQ Jedi, GQJEDI.com. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma K and also on GQJedi.com. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next week.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.